All right. Yesenia, Yesenia, Yesenia. DeAndre. It's been a long time coming. A lot of planning, a lot of text conversations, one phone conversation, <laughs> uh, one uh, failed attempt uh, on your part of trying to get this off the ground. That never really went anywhere, but it's okay. I'm Captain Save-A-Ho on this day, and we're doing this thing. We're turning hoes into housewives right now. Hoes into housewives. I wouldn't recommend it. Doesn't work <laughs> out well for you. But, uh, hey, in any case, we're here. We're doing this thing. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, my name is DeAndre, a.k.a. Fully Wolf. You can find me on twitch.tv forward slash F-O-O-L-Y-W-O-L-F. And I'm joined by my lovely, beautiful co-host, Miss Yesenia. Hey, y'all. It's Yesenia, uh, also known as Yes and Yes. You can find me on Instagram because that's the only social media I have. Uh, and that'll be at Yes and Yes. And we're both members of the Ramen Raiders. This is where I would put sound effects in, but I don't have any. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> yeah, you can also you can find us uh, on our socials. Uh, members of the ramen raiders ramen raiders finally have an instagram that is ramen is it ramen dot raiders you know that's a really good question let me look that up we're gonna we're gonna fact we're gonna fact check that <laughs> live right <laughs> now uh as it's, a, it's a it's fake news uh it actually is ramen dot raiders ramen so you can raiders. on instagram at ramen dot raiders hell yeah uh, and on that page there is also a link in our bio where you can find all of our lovely friends and other members of the Ramen Raiders and what they're up to. Mm -hmm. um, there's also uh, a link. There's also a link to uh, our other podcast known as Simmering, which we we with the Ramen Raiders. We get a bunch of the the guys and gals on every couple of weeks and talk about pop culture news, music, anime, gaming, whatever whatever tickles our fancy uh, in that in that in that moment you know whatever we're feeling whatever we're, we feel like venting about uh for the interrupts to hear usually hilarity ensues sometimes we we try to kill each other <laughs> but and, that's uh, out of that simmering bowl of ramen comes topics that don't always make it to that podcast so here we are with a good soft boiled mhm mm mhm mm some some topics are a little bit more uh spicy as some would say uh and we, and we need a little leading a little uh different tone we can't have the chaos and the uh hectic nature of simmering so here we are with a little uh a little soft boiled for you guys so uh why don't you just sit back sit back relax and uh for the next hour or so me and Yesenia and I, oh, that's good grammar right there. I almost, I almost effed that <laughs> Yesenia and I are going to take you guys uh, on a journey through our minds about relationships, uh, what that pertains to, things of that nature. Uh, today's, today's big question of the day, Yesenia, I want to know, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Baby, don't hurt me. 
Soft Boiled Podcast with DeAndre and Yesenia, your one-stop shop for all things relationships. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, y'all. The big question I think a lot of us want answered, what is love? Um, I think every person has their own interpretation of what love is. And I know for me personally, uh, for me, what constitute love whether it's platonic or romantic is like someone I can trust and someone I can be vulnerable with and someone that I can be honest with. But most importantly, like someone that can reciprocate those things to me. Cause when you got honest, honesty, vulnerability, and trust, like you can have it all. Um, so for me, I think I've learned that love is something I idealize a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, and it's something that I actually hold a lot. Like I have a lot of love to give, whether it's to, to y'all's friends, to my family, to like partners I've had. Um, but I think for me, it's just this ability to like give people an opportunity to feel something greater than themselves. And then, I mean, obviously I want to feel that for myself too. Um, that's kind of how I define it for myself. So DeAndre, what about you? What's love for you? Yeah. Snap it up. Snap it up. For your senior, everybody, woo. Uh, for me, uh, I've got I've got an intense feeling of deep affection. That's what Google tells me what love is. So we're gonna go with that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Uh, love, love for me, it's almost it's almost uh, like one of those indescribable feelings. Although you just perfectly summed it up. Uh, I don't really outside of like what you said. I don't really know how how to define it it's it's just one of those it's one of those those feelings you get when you just you just know that and whether you're in a relationship or not like you were saying it could be towards your friends or your family it's just one of those feelings you get when you just you just know that this person uh has your best interests at heart genuinely they want they want to see you happy they want to see you succeed they want to see you prosper and grow as a person and you, you, me, and, and I'm going to use me as an example because, uh, I've told you, I've told you guys this before. I am a pretty selfish person. I do things for my benefit all the time. <laughs> I do that all the time. It's how I live my life personally. However, uh, when it comes to my, my friends and my family and my now, uh, or any girlfriend really, or well, any girlfriend that's worth it, we'll get into that. Uh, um, I, in that aspect, my selfishness kind of goes away because I want to, I want to be better, not for me. I want to be better because the people around me care about me. And I, and I fully recognize that I want to, I want to do better for them. I want to be better for them. Um, I want to, I want to live better for them. I want, I want happiness and they also want to see me happy. So it's kind of one of those things, man. You just you and you and, and you have no problem. You have no problem setting aside your your uh inhibitions, your selfishness, your self righteousness. You you have no problem setting aside anything that's keep that's holding you back in your mind. You you have no problem setting all that aside for the people that you care about, genuinely care about. Yeah, I think I think everything you said is just so spot on, specifically with this idea of like, as an individual, you're already kind of set in your certain ways. And to find someone or to meet someone 
that allows that space for discomfort to change because change is scary for a, a lot of us in different ways. Um, and anytime we're changing, there's that, you know, that uh, fear of what happens if this doesn't work out. But if you're meeting someone that's like, oh, actually, like, I'm, I want to dedicate more time to this person or I want to do things I'm not usually used to doing or I'm going to try something new. I think that's just growth as an individual. It's growth for like a relationship. And I think it's just overall like that human experience. Um, and I think, you know, so for those of y'all that don't know, and I, I know like people in this like virtual room know, but uh, so I identify as female. I use she, her pronouns. However, I identify as pansexual. And this is something that actually makes me nervous just to say out loud on a podcast that's going to be like put on streaming. Uh, I'm, I'm not, platforms. I'm not going to lie. I didn't, I didn't know that about you until like uh, right now at this moment. Yeah, I, I'm Hispanic. I'm Mexican. And growing up, I knew it. I liked women. Um, and I was also told it was a phase. It was just something that girls experiment with. And, you know, I grew up in a very like machista-ish traditional culture. So I think for a long time, I hid that part of myself. But I also like did that in ways of like, I would date people secretly, but I would date men openly. Um, and, you know, I, I, as we go through this podcast and go through our different topics throughout this podcast, like I'll open up a little bit more about certain experiences. But I think something that I've learned along my journey of love is how much I just love love, um, how much of a big heart I have, even when it does me dirty and like I get hurt. Um, but recently, actually, y'all, my roommate sent me a quote and it said something along the lines of like, love didn't hurt you someone's inability to provide you with healthy love did and that recently like hit in such a way that i i can't even explain it like i want to give love another try i'm not currently in a relationship um dating here and there trying to like sort through some things still kind of processing a breakup from last year so i'm just trying to like navigate love uh but i always blame love like love hurt me love did me dirty love cheated on me love did this love did that but it's not love it's it's the people who are not healed are not ready for a relationship cannot give you what you need are not ready to compromise or whatever the circumstances might be um it's the person themselves not love and for someone with a big heart and for those of you that have huge hearts it can feel really disappointing and like just like defeating to have this idea that like this idea of love might not exist but when you start to look at it through different lenses oh my goodness is it great to just experience love in the different capacities um and i right now i get to experience that with y'all as like friends and it makes me really happy that i started coming on discord more and started like playing video games with y'all and just kind of being in the virtual room with y'all and just spending more time with y'all in person because I think y'all give off such energy and such love that I need for myself and in terms of like my relationships with like people but also like I want every single one of y'all to succeed and do well and however I can show that love to y'all in ways that serve you and ways that uplift y'all 
brings me the same gratification as it would like a romantic partner that I would be dating or something. Um, so just like this idea of expanding love from like a romantic sense to like your friends and your family and how much that love can serve you as well. God damn. <laughs> We're c- coming out the gates hot, ladies and gentlemen. No, but I feel you on a lot of on a lot of points because I did want to touch on uh, one thing you said. Oh, I guess before I do that, uh, to kind of piggyback off of Yesenia, I am I am person personally I am a I identify as male. You know, he him. Uh, I am a black. I'm a black male. Black, very straight, very hetero male. I make no bones about that. I don't give a fuck uh, if I get called names or whatever. But I know I know who I am personally. Uh, you guys seeing the type of women I'm into, you make, make no bones about it. I'm a straight guy through and through. I'm a red blooded American male. Hell yeah. But, uh, currently, currently in a relationship, a very fresh relationship. Um, things are going very swimmingly, I would say. And hopefully she would say the same thing. <laughs> um, but no, to to touch on what what one thing you said, Yesenia, uh, about the about the the love hurts thing. Yeah, it absolutely it absolutely sucks. You know, giving yourself up to someone and they completely you know betray your trust. It, 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 it's that's that's like one of the worst things. I, I think it is like the worst thing you could do to someone is absolutely betray their trust. Uh. And I, I was thinking about this actually on my on my way home from work today, man. Uh, and I and I'll pose the question to you before cause I you kind of already alluded alluded to it earlier is have you have you ever been in love before? And I'll and I'll start and I'll say I'll say yes. And um, yes. And then there was there's another yes. But there's a yes. But <laughs> and the but is. I was, I, I thought I was in love. It wasn't until, it wasn't until years later that I realized, uh, damn, that whole relationship I was in was toxic as fuck. And what I thought I was feeling, uh, the love I thought I was feeling was really just a lot of, um, manipulation and, and, uh, I wouldn't say, I, I don't know if there's a, but like very, it felt very, very controlling. You know, I wasn't, I couldn't, I couldn't be me. Um, I, 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 and I really just wasn't happy in, in that relationship. However, you know, in the moment, you know, love can, love can blind you, you know, you make you mm-hmm. think things you don't normally think, see things you don't, you don't see, but everybody else can. And I was just like, put the, I put the blinders on for like two years, man. And then. I get out of it and I'm like, damn, what the fuck was I doing? I, w- I wasted so much time with that fucking bullshit. And, and I look back on it now, like, damn, I was, I was dumb. I was pretty dumb. Now, now I'm a more enlightened human being. Uh, yeah. Love definitely has that capacity. And, you know, for what it's worth, I think. And like you said, in the moment, like you thought it was love. And I think that's important too, to validate is that version of you that was in the relationship, um, thought it was love and that's okay to like have that existence and then later reflect on like, oh, actually maybe it wasn't. Um, but both things can be true. Mm. Uh, yeah. Thinking about 
like being in love. Um, I was thinking about this today and I, I think I came to the conclusion that I've been in love three times. And I think mm. like the full authentic of what I think being in love is supposed to be like, or being in love in general three times. So when I was a teenager, uh, I dated this boy from like a little bit of middle school and then on and off throughout high school. Um, ah, the middle school love. <laughs> The middle school one. <laughs> Hell yeah. Apparently also, like, I told everyone, like, he was my boyfriend. Or I made some rumor up when we were in elementary school. I don't remember that. S- and I called on that. Uh, but that was, like, according to him and what he had mentioned. Um, and then I fell in love again in my early 20s um, with someone that, like, I, I would say, like, our relationship. Our breakup lasted years. Like, we were constantly, like, breaking up. And I mean, to be quite honest, we're still kind of breaking up. Oh my god! Um, but I think with that second relationship, the one from my early twenties, I think he's my soulmate in in some weird way because anytime he's having issues, I dream about it, and then I'll I'll like text him and be like, "Hey, like I I having weird dreams about you. I hope things are okay or whatever." And he's going through like shit. Like he's going through the rocks. So um, you, you still have contact with this person. Yeah, I still have contact with this okay, person. Okay, got it. And got it. and vice versa. Like, I'm telling you, anytime I would be dating someone and like we end things or we break up, he hits me up within 24 hours. And it's like I just think we have like a sixth sense about each other. And you know, I don't necessarily feel the same way I used to feel about him. Um, but him and I went through some really um intense, like life-changing things together, and I will always have a connection with him because of that. Um, respectfully for new relationships, like I wouldn't talk to him if I was in a relationship. Um, but you know, like as someone who's single and I'm not committed to anybody, like I keep that like window open, so to speak, because I care about him a lot and we went through a lot. Um, and then most recently with this recent relationship, it was the first time I lived with someone. It was the first time I went through a lot of shit with someone that I wasn't really ready for. Um, but also like, I think we just, I won't, I'll speak from my experience. Um, I felt like it was love. I felt like it was like that grown folk. We are splitting bills. We are taking trips. We are living together. Who's cooking tonight? Who's cleaning? Why aren't you helping me? You know, like that every day, what like husband and wife, people who live together for 10 plus years, five plus years, whatever yeah. shit people go through and, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, recognizing those three relationships how much i've grown as a person like oh my gosh from like the shit i used to care about in like high school to like early 20s to now um i think each one of those people have taught me like very important lessons in life and i wish them all the best for sure um and i'm happy for what it was when it existed and they also helped me shape us to like what I want moving forward, especially like that second relationship, the one from my early twenties, like he set the bar high for me. Like he would go take my car to go get gassed up and like willingly just want to pay for my college textbooks. Like what? I never, like I would just be like, Oh, I have to buy my college books. And they would already be ordered like on their way to my house already. And I mean, that's like such a like materialized thing, but it was also just so like, Wow, you care about my education that much? You're paying for my books? What? No, hey, yo, so, when you get someone like that, man, that's 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 one of the people you gotta like ch- cherish, man. People are high, yeah, like, super oh, high. Holy and so hell. because of them, I have high standards, and I'm grateful for that. Damn, Mister, 
Mr. Bayou books and shit. I, I could never. I know books are expensive too, mostly. That's mostly why. That was the person I was dating when I first started hanging out with y'all. When I first met y'all in Napa. That was so long ago. Such a long time ago. Damn, I, I can't even remember dude's face now. I, well, maybe. If I saw a picture, I could probably pick him out of a, of a lineup. Yeah, it's him, you officer. You know, I've been seeing pictures of him on Facebook, and sometimes I'm like, he's just such a different person. Like, he just mm-hmm. looks dramatically different. Well, not really dramatically, but he looks very different from how y'all probably remember him. Yeah, I, be- I bet. And it's weird, too. Like, speaking, just totally going off rails for a second. And it's weird, like, seeing uh, people that you had uh, relationship relationships with, whether you were in love or, you know, just like a casual fling or whatever, whatever the case may be. It's weird seeing seeing them, like, live their own life now <laughs> without you. It's like, damn, we were we were like a thing at one point. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fucking it's fucking nuts. Uh, I mean, are any of those people for you like parents? No. Oh, luckily, uh, thank uh, thank God, like all of my parental figures, other than uh, other than like passing away, they're all still in my life. You know, none of them have like uh, gone for milk and cigarettes and never come back. <laughs> I mean, I other than like, I guess you could say, I guess my dad is in here, but I've met him twice, but he was never like here and then gone. You know what I mean? So. That's that's different. I I don't really have any like you know memories of him being there, and then just all of a sudden was gone one day. He was just never there. So that's that's a little different, and I guess than what you were asking. Yeah, um, I was just thinking because I have a few exes who were parents now, like their dads. Oh, sorry, I totally <laughs> miss. I think I miss. <laughs> I totally <laughs> misunderstood the. <laughs> sorry, I'm I'm a little slow. People, thank you. You. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but no, none of them are parrots. If that's, that's the, no, the the short answer is no, Yesenia. I'm sorry. I think, it, I think it hits different when, well, this is a, and this could be a whole other topic for a different day, but uh, a lot, or not a lot. I make it seem like I dated hella people and I haven't. Um, There's been like a few people I've dated and then after we break up, they get with, their next person or they like the person that they left me for they cheated on me with they ended up with the next person and like they got married or they had like mm. kids or like we were in a relationship and they got somebody else pregnant and to me i'm just like what the freak like you're a whole ass parent and then also you know there comes this like hurt that comes with it obviously because like oh like where like the what ifs right yeah um but i think something that like really hits is this idea of i think because i have so much love to give i've learned that maybe my role in some people's lives is literally just to give them love to heal so they can give that type of love to somebody else and that used to hurt so bad to like watch me devote all this energy and time to a relationship And then for them to treat me like shit and then give it all to the next person. But then like nowadays I think about it and I'm like, you know what? Like y'all bitches are welcome because I helped this dude change for y'all to end up in the very best relationship. Y'all can send me money, please. And help me pay my tuition. (laughs) Yeah, you you went through the growing Uh, pains. But, you know, it's it like real talk. It's it's kind of interesting to have this new perspective of like. 
it makes me happy that I serve them a purpose for them to be successful with somebody else, even if it was at my own pain, because I'm obviously here surviving, I'm living, I'm still loving, I'm still trying to give love a chance. So those instances didn't break me, so to speak. No, that's good. I mean, you because because me, me and me and my current girlfriend, we talk about it now. Like it's it's crazy how how different things could be if if we were cynical or didn't know how to like process emotions that well because i mean we yeah we've all all of us have been through some shit man we've all seen some stuff we've all heard some stuff we've all been hurt by the people we call friends and family and uh boyfriend girlfriend whatever the case may be and yeah things could for a lot of us really all of us really it could things could have turned out a lot different we could be angry all the time uh you know the case the list goes on but uh we're all here living hope some of us i would i hope all of us <laughs> i know it's hard sometimes but i know hopefully all of us are living our best lives now despite all the hurt and pain that we've gone through oh we just want to we just want to like you said uh, continue living and spreading that that love that goodwill to one another uh speaking of staying on the topic of i guess you know this is love i guess but yeah are you I, you think you touched on it at the top of the episode are you you're not you're not currently in love right now or i guess in the sense of a relationship but i mean like you said you have love to give all the time but are you currently like in love with someone or like the idea of someone that you're, are you, maybe you're seeing someone, I don't know what the case is, or maybe I do, but I mean, the, people don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to out myself completely, but let's just say I am. And, uh, and also I just want to preface, <laughs> I want to, I want to preface this, uh, whatever, this is totally up to your discretion, whatever you feel like sharing, you don't, you can go all in, you can like dip your toe in the water, whatever you feel comfortable sharing, you know, I, I'm, we're, we're totally here for it. I'm not gonna, you know. Uh, and it's, and it's interesting cause this is a, a conversation I need to have, but it's like, I, yeah, I don't know who listens to this. I hope he doesn't listen because we haven't had this conversation yet. But oh, we're, like, oh, we're sending it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like hanging out with someone. Uh, I enjoy their company a lot. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential there. And where I am in life right now, it's like I don't really have time for a relationship or I don't have time to commit to someone and spend a lot of time with someone like that. And it's unfortunate because I'm just prioritizing other things right now. And honestly, like grad school and work and internship just take up so much of my time. So this idea of coming home to give myself to somebody other than me is just, I'm not about it, but a uh, quick question. Not to say I wouldn't be open to it. It's just right now it is what it is. And I, that's all I can get right now. I have, I have a quick question. Is this, is yeah. this the same guy that we talked about a few weeks ago? yes okay uh all right real quick i'm gonna let you finish real quick i'm gonna point at my my camera that you can't see right now mr sir if you ever get to listen to this uh imagine imagine there's a a five foot ten glasses wearing muscular black man standing in front of you right now pointing 
feverishly or feverishly i don't know if that's a word or not but pointing very very intently yeah there that's the word very intently at you right now is an index finger in your face right now sir if you identify as sir you you keep doing what you're doing you were doing a great job uh from what i from what i hear and understand you are a swell human being and uh i i hope that things work out for the best for you too because you sound like a like a great person that's i will just go with person you sound like a great person and one of these days i hope to meet you M- you mother how the fuck under that much pressure now please jeez. <laughs> I'm gonna break this man's heart and then you're gonna be like what the heck is Anya? no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh yeah i just i think something that i'm realizing too is you know right now where i live it's away from all my family and friends and I love where I live. It's a great city. I, there's always something to do here, but like, I want to move home. And I moved to the city for a boy, so I'm not trying to stay for a boy. And I'm not trying to stay for or move, you know, further deep into the area for a boy. Um, I think that's like something I really want to stick to and like really want to put my foot down on is like, I want to set my roots somewhere because I've never really had a place to call home. And then the home that I built was destroyed. So, like, my ultimate priority and goal in life is to create a place where I get to call home and invite who I love into that home. Um, and I think that's going to be literally back home, like, back where we live and stuff. So um, that gets a little rocky when it comes to boys out here. Nice. Yeah, yeah. The, boy, the boys out here, I, uh, whew, same with same with some of the girls, too. I, it's, it's, it's tough out here. For those of you that don't know, we uh we live in the Bay Area in California. So just a little pre- uh little preface uh and, and you mentioned moving uh cities for a boy. I've never moved uh location or relocated for uh someone else. I I would absolutely be willing to. Uh, at one point, I almost I shouldn't say almost I didn't come close. But um, if if we were still together, if my, uh, me and my ex were still together. Then yeah, I absolutely would have uh, relocated uh, to a place where uh, I don't know how I would have survived because it'd be cold as fuck during the winter. And as you guys know, DeAndre doesn't do the cold <laughs> very well. <laughs> but I mean, it's uh, again, it's one of those things you just you set aside your your convictions and your your more not I say morals or you know don't don't com- don't compromise your like- morals. Yeah, it's just one of those things where, like, it feels right if it feels right. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Or if yeah. it makes financial sense, you do it. Or mm-hmm. And for me, it was just one of my leases was ending. Another one, I didn't really want to, like, go back home and move back in with my parents. So it just made sense. Probably was rushed. Um, we literally started dating, and it felt like the next day we moved in together. Mm-hmm. But, like, the experience was fun, and I don't regret it. It was it was definitely a learning experience because at that point I had never lived with a partner, so it was my first. Mm. Well, that's not true. I did, but we had our own rooms, and mm. I wasn't in love with him. It was just, yeah, that's that's a different story. But uh, this is the first time I was like, yeah, like I want to live with this person and, co- and coexist with someone, and um, it made me realize what boundaries I need to have for myself, and also like how I want to create a space with someone in the future. That's for sure. Yeah, I've never lived with a partner before. Uh, I feel like I might be getting close to it now because her lease is up pretty soon. 
and she might be looking for a spot uh either closer to where where I am now or maybe somewhere over in the East Bay um you know if things work out so there's a lot there's a lot of factors that go into it but I mean you know I was just, we were talking I was like hey if it's financially it, it would really help her financially also you know you know mm-hmm. living living out here is uh it's not the cheapest unfortunately it's expensive. Uh, yeah, as much as I love the Bay Area and all, I love California. Don't get me wrong. I know, I know a lot of people hate California for their own reasons and not, but like I, I for one love California. I love the Bay Area. I would love to stay here probably the rest of my life if if it's feasible. But yeah. I, I know it's also very difficult to do that. Man, girl, the old people that live here, I don't know how they did it, man. It's it's okay. I guess it was well, a different. It was a different time back then. So it's, you it's, can buy a four bedroom house for like eighty thousand dollars when the economy was doing well. And let me digress because I that's not what this conversation is about, <laughs> and it's a whole other conversation that a lot of people are going to hate on. You're not ready to hear my two cents. Also, in case you didn't know, because <laughs> of the way that I talk. Uh, I'm going to school to be a therapist, so a lot of <laughs> that comes into play when I talk about things like love and politics and friendships and whatever, like insert subject here. Um, so I'm not an expert at this stuff, but I do have a lot of experience with it and a lot of training and background in some of these conversations. So it sounds like I'm talking to educated. let me know, because I hate sounding like that. But I'm trying to be real at the same time. No, I love it because you have a different perspective and insight that not a lot of people have. You know, not a lot of people uh, are therapists or even go. Uh, actually, no, therapy starting to therapy starting to pop off now. A lot of people nowadays are finally now that we're having conversations about mental health and whatnot. A lot of people are finally going to therapy and whatever form that may look like uh they're getting the help that they need to finally take care of themselves not just physically but mentally so yeah i think i think it's actually pretty dope that that uh you you're going to school for that and uh you you definitely have a different perspective on a lot of on a lot of different topics and you've also seen and heard a lot more than the common person i would imagine so yeah, it made me realize I don't want to do couples therapy or marriage counseling. Ooh. As much as I love talking about love and as much as I love love, hearing two people talk about their relationships, I think I'm too much of like a you in the wrong type of therapist. And I don't think that's really useful for couples because then it's like you're taking one side technically. <laughs> so <laughs> I've had to do two sessions uh, of marriage counseling, I guess you can say. It wasn't supposed to be marriage counseling, but I was like... Mm. You, spouse number two, <laughs> spouse one, spouse two is kind of how I'll do that. But uh, you, spouse number two, you in the wrong, and you know you in the wrong. And I ain't going to sit here in front like you're not in the wrong. Um, Yeah, it just made me realize I am kind of biased, and I think I don't know how to be a mutual person in those types of situations. Um, And I think it's because a lot of the work that I do is to try to acknowledge where wrongs and harm was done and then like accountability and in a sense reform so like the harm can be repaired and when it comes to relationships like this is something i'm still working on too is i don't always acknowledge the harm that i cause and i don't always recognize that i might not be a safe person for someone or 
Um, I don't create a space to nurture someone else's feelings and I'm working on that. Um, but I definitely don't create that space for other people's relationships because I don't <laughs> want to hear about it. <laughs> no, I, I'm dude. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that I don't, I don't dislike hearing other people's relationship, but if it's like marriage counseling, like you said, it's like, Oh God, what are you two doing? Just get a divorce. But, yeah. but like, no, I'm on, cause I'm on, I'm on a subreddit. And it's just all about people's relationship advice and stuff, uh, or people asking for relationship advice. And there's a couple, there's a couple uh, people on there that just, it's like, how are you two? How are you two together? Mm-hmm. I'm like, golly, I, I, I like reading about other people's problems because they're not mine. I find it kind of entertaining, as as like scummy as that may sound, but like other people's problems, as long as you're not like you know, as long as they're not physically getting hurt or anything like that. They're, I'm like ah, I, I kind of like reading through them. You know, some of some of them kind of have funny endings. Others are just like this person was super toxic. Oh, but I love them so much. They're they're so kind and gentle. But and 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 they say they say that their that their person is so kind and gentle and loving and caring. But yet, two paragraphs. It's just two paragraphs of them just absolutely shitting on them for this thing that they just did. And it's like. Whoa, like, well, are they that person or, you know, like, or are you just trying to, you know, make, you know, trying to compromise somewhere? Yeah. Um, And, you know, when it comes to like y'all and relationships, I feel like I used to be the type of person and maybe I still kind of am. You can correct me if I'm wrong, Dean, but you also haven't really confided in me too much about relationships. It's because I don't Um, I don't really get into them that much. Yeah, I feel like I try nowadays to be more mutual, like whatever you need to tell me i can be here to give you advice to give you my honest opinion to just hear what you have to say and not say anything back and i hope i can continue doing that for y'all and sometimes like i want my friends to be taken care of i want y'all to be happy and like i'm thinking like one of our friends in particular when he came to me about some relationship stuff i kind of felt a little like I put my foot down. I was like, nah, you have to do this because I was so against what was happening in that relationship. And I was like, this is not, no, it's not going to end well. I don't see it being like a positive thing. This is, I just, I just seen fire and flames and destruction. And I don't want any of y'all to ever experience that. Um, And I think that's just kind of how I feel about like people that I love and people that I'm close with. I don't obviously want those people to get hurt. So. Sometimes I can be biased. Um, hence why I don't want to do marriage counseling <laughs> or like couples therapy. Um, actually, that kind of reminds me. I was going to ask you. Uh, mm-hmm. So I know you and your girlfriend might. There's like conversations about potentially moving in together. My first uh, point of advice is don't leave your shoes everywhere because we trip over that shit and it's fucking <laughs> annoying. Pick up your damn shoes and put your laundry in the hamper where it goes. And push it back for you. And close the cabinet doors, please. Like, <laughs> like I can go on and on. And I'm sure her and I will figure out a list of things if y'all do move in together. But also, would you go to couples therapy with your girlfriend? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I for a lo- for a long time I've always been, and this is coming from someone like I like I said who doesn't necessarily get into relationships that often. Uh, a little a little bit before I touch on that. Uh, a little bit more background on me. Uh, I'm more, I, for a long time, I was more so into hooking up. Uh, I was, I was way into like the hookup culture, um, whether it'd be one night stands or friends with benefits type deals. I never really, I never really dated t- 
too much. But uh, the last two years or so, I, I have tried to date a little bit more. And I've gotten, this is my second relationship in, I think, two years. So this one, this one is still, you know, like I said earlier, it was it's still very fresh. So I'm still trying my absolute best to, you know, nurture it and, you know, make sure it grows and prospers into something. Because I, 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 I fucking... For a long time, I hated I hated dating. I hated the whole starting over thing. You have to get to know someone, and then that's annoying. You have to say all this stuff you've said before. I am so-and-so. I like doing this. I like watching that. I'm like, oh, God. And then I have to get, tell them what I do for a living. And it's, you know, anyway. But, uh, yes, I would absolutely go to go to couples therapy if, if that's what the situation called for. Because, yeah, I... You know, they all uh, older couples will always tell you that the number one, the number one key to a good relationship is communication. And once the communication starts breaking down, then, you know, you're in for a bad time. So I feel like couples therapy is a great way for couples to communicate thoughts and feelings that they can't do to each other for whatever reason. You know, mm-hmm. and sometimes some shit happens. One person shuts down. One person can't open up. So. You know, however you gotta, however you gotta express yourself, however you gotta express those thoughts and those feelings, uh, you gotta just get it out there. If you gotta put it on a whiteboard and show it to a therapist, and you know, work through it, however you can, you know, yes, I would absolutely, I would absolutely go to go to couples therapy if it if it ever came down to it. Oh, and I was also for a long time before I started dating, I was I was always one of those people that was like. Man, if it get, if it gets to the point where you're going to couples counseling, then it's then it's over. I've all I've thought that for a long time, and now I realize I'm like that's kind of that's kind of shitty. <laughs> that's like a kind of a shitty way of thinking, because now yeah. I'm, like, yeah, I'm like, eh, you know, just communicate. Everyone, everyone needs a little kick in the ass sometimes. It's no, it's not a big deal. Someone once told me that you you don't go into war shooting and then put a bulletproof proof vest on you put it on before going into war and i feel like that was the perfect way to describe like couples therapy and like marriage counseling it's like you especially if it's someone or like if you're someone who's never lived with a person never really like thought about commitment or you know like this it's a pretty big change for you um i feel like couples therapy can be one of those like mediation places where you're bringing up important topics to both parties in a space that can really help both people feel heard and seen um because i've seen it in the work that i do where and i've experienced it too where like one person is trying to address something and then it impacts the other person and then that other person is now trying to make their point even bigger and more loud so then the other person starts to get louder to mm. get their point across. And yeah. it's just like never ending battle of like, but you're not hearing me. Right. No, but you're not hearing me. And it's like, y'all are both not hearing each other. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I've experienced that. I have done that to somebody and someone's done that to me. And it, yeah, maybe if we would have done, you know, couples therapy sooner, it would have helped. But, you know, like, you don't ever go into a relationship thinking, like, oh, this is the person I'm... I mean, that's not you, actually. You do sometimes. But, like, I guess in the beginning of a relationship, you don't ever think, like, oh, we should start couples therapy. Because that's not really a conversation that's had until you're realizing, like, oh, things are getting serious. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I feel like that communication piece, if y'all decide to live together um, and move in together, 
is super important to create the lives that y'all both want. But also having these conversations before y'all do that is also important. Oh yeah, we've, because... we've already like hashed out, not like super details, but it's very much like we uh, we understand that yes, we, we may be in the same space, but we also have our own lives still. Yeah. Like I told her before that, like, yeah, if we, do, if we end up doing this at some point, you have to understand that I have, I have this, you know, I have the ramen Raiders. I have the gaming, I have the podcast, you know, I have the live streams, you know, I have, I have stuff that I, I have to get done also, but that doesn't mean I'm going to completely neglect you or anything like that. Like, I understand that, you know, like you said, things need to be clean. Dishes have to be done. You need, you also need attention. And I fully understand that. So yes, I will. It's, it's a balancing act, but I will give you, I would give you whatever you need as long as I can also get what I need in return. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and we've and we've also had that conversation, uh, the like the communication, the communication uh, talk of we're, we're you you've met her. We're 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 like almost the same person. It's fucking it's wild. <laughs> um, actually, really impressed at the fact that you met someone who can like put her foot down with you and like check you because i mean as a woman (laughs) i feel like that can be very empowering Mm -hmm. and also like i think we all do that with you dean so someone that just fits right into that (laughs) (laughs) yeah but this i actually listened to this one yes (laughs) it's crazy (laughs) but uh uh, we we've had that 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 communication talk of we're we're both kind of the same person where we don't really like shouting um she's told me before that, you know, she, she will shut down if I start shouting. And I'm like, I totally get it. Cause like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a shouter. I'm not a screamer. I don't, I, like you said, I don't think that gets anything accomplished. That gets nothing done. Uh, we in earlier, earlier this week, uh, not to go like too into detail, but she, she was like, Hey, can you call me after work? You know, I'm feeling a little, uh, I'm feeling a little down right now. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. So I called her like as soon as I got home, like like as soon as I got took off my clothes, changed clothes, whatever, sat down in my chair, called her. And she told me she told me what was wrong and everything. Uh, and I was like, in you know, very honest and open conversation. I know that, you know, her past relationships were pretty toxic. So uh, an open line of communication really was never there for her before. So now that she's in uh, she's with me now she's kind of like relearning how to like open back up to people and to her partner about, about, you know, really any, everything, anything. Cause he never really had that before. So I have to, you know, do my best to be patient and, you know, help her through whatever, whatever she's got going on, whether no matter how small or big it may be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, 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 and I have, it's the, and it's also the reassurance uh, cause she, it's not that she feels like she can't, but she knows she can. It's just now she has to muster up the courage to actually tell me now. So, yeah. And that, like, that's on like both parts, right? So it's like her needing to, or her working on this idea of like, okay, I need to take this risk and open up how I'm feeling. And then you kind of being someone that's creating the space where it's okay for her. It's safe for her to be vulnerable. Um, And that's like a balancing act on both ends because 
if she's already had experience with like toxic relationships, like she might not want to take that risk. Or if you have never had someone that's opened up to you in these ways, you might not create such a like supportive space, not on purpose, but like you just don't have the experience with that. And um, I think that like little baby steps of like, hey, can you call me when you have a chance? I had a rough day. Just want to talk about it. Um, I think if anyone's ever in those situations with their partners, and you're feeling like you don't know how to support your partner in certain situations, I think something that can be really helpful is just like asking them, like, do you want me to give you feedback? Like, not, not I mean feedback, like criticize, but like, do you want me to give you like my honest opinions? Do you want me to like process this with you? Or like asking them, like, if you just, if they want you to just shut up and listen, like, and I think most of the time, at least for like some women, I think that's kind of what we want. Someone that's just going to listen and be like, yeah, like, you know, like, you know, fuck that bitch. Like, I don't know why she was talking to you hella dumb like that. Or, you know what, that guy that cut you off, like, fuck him. You know what I mean? Like, just being validating and, like, mm-hmm. kind of just be on our side. And then, you know, if you're someone that likes physical touch, um, like, closing that with, like, a hug or, like, an embrace or just kind of, like, holding them. Um, and, you know, this obviously can go for either person of the relationship right you don't have to be just a woman i'm just speaking from like a woman's perspective um but i think that's so crucial to a relationship is like how can i support you and even if you don't know what you need in those moments i'm someone that's like that don't leave me like do not walk away from me when i'm struggling but don't ask me what i need because i don't know (laughs) (laughs) just don't walk away um that's a learning process too so yeah, I feel like even even just hearing you talk about that, I'm like, huh, am I equipped to do some of these things? I don't know. <laughs> but uh but like you said, as long as I create the space uh for for her to be open with me about everything. And it, and I, and it, it seems like I've done a good job so far. She's, you know, openly communicated, you know, things about her past that she's gone through and experienced and she's done that pretty much like since we've known each other like right out of the gate. It was like, Hey, uh, you know, this is what I've gone through and I'm transitioning over into this now and trying to get, uh, more independent on my own and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, no problem. And the fact that she was so open about that, like right out of the gate, like even she didn't need to, you know what I mean? I'm a complete stranger, you know, after like the first couple, first couple of days, you know, first few weeks, I'm a complete stranger, not a complete stranger, but, you know, we don't know each other like that, but the fact that she was so open and honest right out of the gate, that that's kind of, that's kind of what did it for me. <laughs> My favorite part about love and people think I might be like weird for this or crazy for this. I almost got into it with the professor one time because he was trying to call me crazy. I think it's perfectly fine for you to set your expectations and what you're looking for at the very first date. Oh, hell like, yeah. If you Absolutely. not want to have kids and get married mm-hmm. and I'm sitting here like, yeah, that's what I want. Bye bye. Like, why waste each other's time? Yeah. You can find what you're looking for. I can find what I'm looking for. Right now, I'm in the space where, like, I need to graduate. <laughs> I'm so close. That's my focus. And I don't want anyone to distract me from that. But, like, I have needs that I would like to have be, like, met, you know? So, if you were trying to fall in love with me right now, I I just I just can't. Like, I don't want to hurt you. You can go find someone to fall in love with because right now that's not me. Not that I'm closed off to it. It's just that's not my priority right now. 
I think that's totally fine to just set that. So shout out to your girlfriend because she was like, DeAndre, this is the bar I'm setting you meeting that. Mm-hmm. Are you dipping? And you're like, oh, I'm meeting that. I'm a fucking Olympic pole vault because I am way over <laughs> that bar right now. Apparently. Man, <laughs> man, touching on that, what you said, uh, if, if we're both, uh, we both have needs that need to be met and all that stuff. And, I mean, I, I dated a girl not too long ago, maybe like, like three or four years back. Man, she, oh, this, oh, she was a, whew. oh, God, just thinking about it, like, irritates me, because I'm like, how the fuck did I ever date this person? But, man, she, she was like, uh, one conversation we had, was like, oh, I don't want kids, and I was like, I was like, huh? And it's like, yeah, yeah, I don't want kids, and it's like, yeah, well, don't you think it'd be cool to just, like, you know, do whatever we want for like our whole lives and i was like i i'm like uh, sure like i guess that's cool and all but like oh maybe it's a guy thing but maybe it's a guy thing but i'm like nah bro like i want a little me running around <laughs> i want multiple little me's running around you know what i mean please I, don't no i'm not ready for multiple you's running around <laughs> oh man it's already happening we've got we've, <laughs> we've already got, we've already got one she's yes. Are you trying to announce something? No, ain't nothing, ain't nothing going on there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, once, once, once she said that, I was like, I need to hit the, uh, uh, the escape button and get yep. the hell out of here. Eject. And I was out of there. <laughs> yeah. And you know, um, it made me, it made me think of that, that one test that, uh, Merrick what was what was it? It was like a test that Merrick had y'all do at Martin's or something like that. Yeah, I don't even know what it's called. Uh, I'm sure we can get the name from him uh, at some point. But it was like a what what is the percentage of they? So they ask you a series of questions, and based off those questions, it gives you a percentage, and that percentage will basically determine what is the percentage that you will find your ideal partner based off these questions. Yes, and, and then, we'll talk more on that in a different episode, but the one thing that I wanted to say about that in terms of, like, what is love, I think it's really funny to, like, hear phrases like, oh, there's so many fish in the sea, and, like, you know, when you're not looking, it's when you're least expected, and all of those kind of, like, hopeful, wishful thinking types of things, uh, but taking that test made me realize that I have this idealized sense of love and uh it may or may not be met but i don't know i got pretty lucky already with you know people i've been in love with and feeling that so if i can get that three times in in one life i think i'll be pretty set but i'm hoping uh one more time and you know fourth time's a charm and it's gonna be the one that lasts forever but fingers crossed you know what you send you uh we're all we're all rooting for you what is love? <laughs> but, uh, no, but no, they always say, you know, love that, that should have come out of no that should have come out of nowhere when you least expect it. I'm not expecting it for the next few months, so love, can you kind of like hit the back roads a little bit, take the <laughs> long route to me? I got things to do first. And you know, just because you said that, it'll be here at your doorstep tomorrow. Shut up, don't say that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, joining us for episode one of soft boiled oh my god we did it we did it thanks for sitting in y'all we appreciate y'all for listening um be open i like like that k jewelers commercial who we're not sponsored by every kiss begins with k (laughs) 
uh we don't know we don't know where we're going from here um topic wise at least however we hope that you guys enjoyed your stay here we hope you enjoyed your little uh your little uh what is it what is it called when you dip your your little uh your little dip into the broth it's not a it's not a little it's not too hot hopefully just just hot enough to get you a little ah there it is thank you we'll see you guys next time bye y'all